Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good Russell. Good morning, good morning Russell. Everyone. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. And we thank you for this opportunity to come into your presence and to be with you. In our personal place of prayer, Lord. In our secret rooms, our closet. We shut everything else out and we focus on you. To spend this time with you in prayer. And we thank you, Father, that you call each of us by name to be with you. And you pour your peace and your joy. Your unending love into our hearts. So that while we are in that presence, while we bask in that glory, we receive the revelation of your light that brings transformation, that brings renewal, that gives direction, that gives strategy, that gives purpose. And we thank you, Father, for that. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening in their spirits, Father. That their eyes are open to see the truth and the truth set them free. And in faith we call on your name, knowing that everyone that calls on the name of the Most High shall not end up in shame. We call on the name of our Father, our Maker, our Creator, the Great I Am. The one who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. The one who, has, who always teaches us to profit from his word. And in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who taught us faith. The one who led by example. The one who demonstrated the perfect Adam that the father seeks a relationship with. And it is by his word that we understand what the father wants of us. When we look at the life of Jesus. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of revelation, the spirit of light and life, the scepter of the king of kings, the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead and now lives within us, that he might give life to our mortal bodies. And we thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with your word, your spirit. And you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with everything that we need in order to achieve and live a life of abundance in this life. We ask for that quickening. We ask for your wisdom, Lord. So that through your wisdom, we understand the steps that we must take so that when we live in accordance with the rules of your kingdom, then the laws that apply to us automatically protect us, automatically ensure our abundance. And we make our prayer as we make our prayer this morning. I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as everyone that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy and perfect will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We also proclaim and herald the power in our word. 
As we speak your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me, to each of us, empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it, when we send it in faith, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for that spiritual power in our word. And today we continue on our topic that we started yesterday on the four traits that Satan seeks to infuse in believers in order to keep them in subjection, to keep them in bondage. Ignorance, poverty, busyness, and prayerlessness. And yesterday we reflected on the first two, ignorance and poverty. Today we continue with the third one and the fourth one. So the third is busyness. And this often, more often than not, comes from poverty itself, from the second one. When the poor Christian needs to pay his bills. <coughs> and he can't. And then he takes up an extra part-time job, trading time for money. Our destiny is measured in the amount of time we have and how or what use we make of it. And if we end up trading our time for those few, for that little amount of currency that will help pay our bills, then that leaves us with no time for God. Out of his limited knowledge, a person often looks for other ways to trade whatever time he has left. Here I'd like to recall the story of Exodus in chapter 5. When Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh to ask him to let the Israelites go so that they can worship the Lord in the wilderness. Pharaoh said to them in Exodus 5 verse 17, and in this case, you can look at your own life there or the life of someone that is struggling. And Satan saying, you are idle and therefore you say, let us go and offer sacrifice to the Lord. And now if the Lord starts to hear your prayer, then he knows he's in trouble. So what Pharaoh did here, he ordered that no straw be given to them. But the quota of the bricks that they had to make was to stay the same. Now he knew very well that without the straw, the integrity of the bricks would not be good enough. They'd break easily. So the Israelites had to go find the straw themselves. They had to take up that extra part-time job as well. Trade more of their time to do that so that they would no longer be idle and therefore cannot worship. That is happening to believers as well. When you see many people taking evening jobs. in addition to their daytime jobs. The objective here is to keep them busy so they have no time to pray. And when they have no time to pray, then there is no connection with God. Another way to keep people busy that are not necessarily poor, those that are doing well, this is the other end of it now. Satan tempts them with ambition. 
when they taste some success he promises more and more often than not it's money it is achieving position and power just like he did just like he tempted jesus when he took him in matthew chapter 4 we see he took him to a high mountain and he said i'll give you all of these kingdoms i'll give you all this money and all this power all this fame which is another one the third one that is third side of ambition i will give you all of this if you worship me and he uses that same tactic today on the ambitious ones make them career conscious make them focused on heights in industry make them focused on finances and achieving money and power and they will achieve great posts in the organizations that they work with or the organizations that they lead or they own but end up working longer hours and so have no time for god or even for their family they have been isolated and cut off they were making them vulnerable targets in the spirit realm they continue to be prospering financially but spiritually declining so that they can now remain under subjection are you seeing how these traits are interconnected one leads to the other and it can become a vicious cycle with no escape unless we do something different to get out of that circle and the fourth one is prayerlessness a busy christian has no time to pray and when you don't pray you don't have a relationship with god still worse when you don't know how to pray using his word then he will not even hear you because we are not aligning with the systems that he has prescribed for us to use our systems of advantage when you don't know that prayer is your process of authorizing god to step in and intervene it is a legal system it is not about begging you will not receive help even though you are his employed manager his steward in charge of the earth you will not receive an answer in your prayer prayerlessness removes the last line of defense so that all shields are now down and the believer is a sitting target who can only complain or grumble but not know why he is going through this pain and what is the way out of it and these four combined together are only meant to keep god's people the believers in subjection under bondage that tenure in egypt in their life continues and they wonder why god is silent and is not hearing me if we are to get out of it we have to break that vicious circle and the answer lies in the word when we say god is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than all we can imagine or ask and he has provided for all our needs then there is something that is part of his system that we do not yet understand and so cannot apply it and when we don't apply it just like we saw yesterday if you do not know the principle of tithing you can the rebuke the the devourer cannot be rebuked and will continue to devour into all that we have
and we wonder why is life so unfair to me when things start going wrong when people fall sick or anything any other challenge any other storm that comes into our life the first thing we need to look at is is it caused by the evil one or is it out of our own doing and more often than not it is out of our own doing go back and read deuteronomy chapter 28 reflect on it and try to understand lord where did i go wrong what did i miss and how do i correct that for when that is corrected then the accuser has no ploy there is nothing he can do there you then remember revelations 12 verse 11 they overcame him by the blood of the lamb so that's the first thing we bear in mind but the second and the more important thing is the word of your testimony that you speak at that time in your prayer which becomes a prayer or a word by the spirit of prophecy that prophesying over your life it is important for us to understand that father in the name of jesus i pray that each of us gain that understanding that discernment to see through our challenges from the lens of the spirit understanding and knowing that every effect always has a cause help us identify that cause lord whether it is our mistake or is it an attack by the enemy and more often than not he will also combine the both so that he suggests that we make some mistake and we give into that suggestion not knowing the truth being ignorant and therefore end up on the wrong end on the curses side of your law rather than the blessing side of your law we ask for that uh, for that discernment father and we ask for wisdom for direction we ask for this edification in our spirit lord as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized this day will undergo any kind of procedures we pray for all families that are battling division and separation here again ignorance kicks in when we do not know how to pray and protect our family we did a reflection last week on being a watchman for your family father we also pray against all strongholds that have attacked our lives or those that we are praying for especially addictions any kind of compulsive behaviors and then also ignorance poverty busyness and prayerlessness that the chain of that yoke be broken father that your people be set free we ask for that yoke breaking anointing over each of these lives everyone that is part of this prayer meeting this prayer group and all those that we are praying for lord that there is a transformation there is renewal there is revival and they are brought into your kingdom to live a life of abundance we pray also for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved quicken them father that they might call on your name that they might turn towards you that they might repent and there is renewal there is mercy 
there is a new beginning in the spirit. Father, we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us. And we release now our prayer together, making it our prayer of agreement. In faith, believing that all that we have asked for, we receive. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sunday, 
Scripture being led to today is from 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat, and this is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 to 21, quoted from the NIV, which talks about treasures in heaven. And the scriptures read, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, where thieves break in and steal. 
but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And the scripture that was put on my heart was sort of a continuation here. Because the one that I was given is from Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, as we prayed just now. And it was a reflection on today's topic where that verse reads, No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Another scripture shared in the chat is from Isaiah chapter 41, verses 1 to 3, quoted from the NIV, talking about the helper of Israel, where it is written, Be silent before me, you islands. Let the nations renew their strength. Let them come forward and speak. Let us meet together at the place of judgment. Who has stirred up one from the east, calling him in righteousness to his service? He hands nations over to him and subdues kings before him. He turns them to dust with his sword, to wind-blown chaff with his bow. He pursues them and moves on unscathed by a path his feet have not traveled before. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections as also the ones posted by Brother Savio on all our channels, please share those using your own personal social media channels with your family and your friends so that others can benefit from it as well. More so individually, personally to the one that God puts on your heart as the one that needs to hear that message today. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. everyone. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you.